Hey guys, welcome back to Tell Me Everything with Lance, episode four. <laughs> I thought I wouldn't <laughs> hit a high note, but it didn't work. <laughs> Anyways, guys, today I have two guests. I have never had two guests on the show. So this is actually going to be quite wild because these two women, these two women have been in my lap for a while now. <laughs> How we met is a bit strange, but they're in my <laughs> life, so I'm not going to get rid of them anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> But I can honestly say that I have probably seen it all from both of you, from heartbreak to dating again to everything in between. Every woman and man, I'm not going to leave y'all out, can probably relate to this. These two women have grown an incredible amount from their experiences. And as we continue to follow the theme of growth and strength, today we discuss the fun stuff, relationships and dating. Ooh. Please welcome the incredible Natalie Hamoud and Rita Saade. Welcome to the show, gals. Thanks, Lance. Quite an introduction, <laughs> right, guys? Seriously, Was that yeah. like, did you guys feel yeah, like, damn, like, like, like did you guys feel good up. about that? Okay, yeah. guys, I'm honestly, I'm so excited to have both of you here. Seriously, you two of my very too. good friends. I'm very and excited to be I, here. I think that... I mean, the three of us honestly have gone through a lot of shit in the last couple years, together, <laughs> not together, at different True. segments in our lives. So right. I feel like a lot of women can not only relate to the three of us, but also can feel less alone yeah. in what we're going True. through. Because I want to talk about the stuff that not a lot of people like discuss. Right. But for starters, before we get into like the whole deep shit, for starters, <laughs> can you guys both give just a bit of a background of where you're from, how you got to Dubai, and mm. yeah, we'll take it from there. So Rita, you want to start? Okay, um, sure. So I am half Lebanese, half Indian. I was born in Boston and I USA. grew up in USA. And then <laughs> I grew up in Canada, in Toronto, where the Six Squad at. Um, and then, you know, I graduated university. I didn't really have a plan after. So I kind of did my post-grad stopover in Lebanon, you know, stayed with family, and then just kind of, it kind of worked out. Like just I got, off, ended up I got offered a job here, and I was like, you know what, Canada's cold. Like I'm just gonna wing this. I winged it. You winged and now it. Now here I am, and we're glad to have you here. Thank you. Natalie, Matt, <laughs> my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like putting the mic close. Yeah. So I'm like, it's your turn, um, girl. You go. So I'm fully Lebanese. I grew up in Lebanon my whole life. I studied in AUB. And I wanted to complete my internship credits, so I decided, why not Dubai? So it started off with an internship in media planning, and we're here five years later. <laughs> so we're here five years later. Still stuck, so yeah, that's just about Okay, it. well, okay, so let's get into the fun shit. Oh. Obviously, there's a lot that goes into dating. So I just want to start off with the mechanics. So the three of us can all relate, and a lot of women can probably relate listening to this, that we've all been in long relationships. We've been in like two, three-year relationships. How do you feel the process of a breakup went for you? A couple things. How do you think the process of the actual breakup went mm -hmm. for you? And how do you see, because I think all of us went through toxic relationships at one point in our life. So how do you guys, like, from the actual start of the breakup and then realizing it was toxic? Like, for example, me, I was in a relationship for almost two and a half years, and I was, like, heartbroken. I was so sad. I was just devastated. But then, like, after three months, after, like, kind of crying and healing and whatever, I realized, like, shit, that was so toxic for me. I can't believe I was so blinded by it. Yeah. So how do you feel like you guys went through that process? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, get for, into for it. For me, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was longer. It was, um, 
it was like a whole process of five years, mm-hmm. but that's because I was very young. Yeah. So I didn't know better. Okay. So it was like very inconsistent, like knowing it's toxic, but wanting to stay in it to prove a point. Mm. Probably to myself first and then to other people. To prove a point that you can be that in That I it? can make it work. Got it. And that's one of the first signs how you know it's toxic because you don't totally. need to prove anything to anyone, yeah. including yourself. Because if it's a good relationship and it brings out the best in you, then there's no need to prove anything. But mm-hmm. if you feel that there's so many things fundamentally wrong between you and that person and you consistently try and force and change them, then this is like one of the biggest signs of toxicity. 100%. And like trying and trying and trying because it should go smoothly. Everyone has problems. But then when you're consistently trying to fix something that, like if you break glass, you can't put it back together. Absolutely. That's what I think. And it reali- like it took me a while to realize it was toxic, obviously as I grew older. And once I got out of it, like I look back and when I see other people going through something, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe I was going through something mm-hmm. like this. And I allowed myself to be in something so um, damaging to my personality and my character and my self-confidence. And I like stuck to it. Mm-hmm. But this is part of like it's part being of in growing a relationship and experiencing. And, and it is a learning experience. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this is how it went. Why do you think, just to go back, why do you think, I know you said you had, like, to prove a point that you, like, yeah. were were able to make it work, but mm-hmm. why, why do, was there another reason that you kind of were, like, feeling like you didn't want to be alone? Because I know for me, one of the things was, like, I didn't want to be alone. I, and I, like, I'm like, okay, so this is it. Like, I don't need to find another person now. Even though it was so mm-hmm. toxic for me, I was like, at least I'm getting, like, Love some sort of attention exactly. and love and care, yeah. even though it is and, and toxic in its own, like, messed up Absolutely. way. Absolutely, um, do you feel like being lonely was kind of the it's fear? Not one really of the fears, being lonely, because as I said, I was very young, it was more that's all I've known. Because Kay. I'm gonna get to it, I don't date, like, yeah, now I like we're gonna get to how, how I started, like, yes. like putting yeah. myself more out there in the past two years and dating and being more open towards people. But I'm in general, like, I'm very closed off unless you know me really well yeah and you know that like you and Rita were close first before you met me absolutely and even as friends like people think I'm not that approachable so you can imagine with guys if I found something that I thought was really good for me and it wasn't obviously like I'll stick to it I'll be like okay I don't have to start over you know we're gonna get to that in a second because I want to get to that Rita your turn (laughs) so how do you feel like so let me like let me like rephrase the question I guess because you were in a couple of relationships like as I've known yes I've I've been into what you could call long-term relationships you have your long-term relationship gal yes and one of them was when I was um younger and one of them was post that relationship um so how do you feel like the one since you were in two long uh, long long-term relationships how do you feel like you maybe changed the way you dated in the second one or perceived the relationship, but it was still toxic. So how do you feel like you were able to, I guess, learn from, from both of them? Okay. Or like, was there, so, a growing, was there a growing experience from the first to the second? And the th- Listen, like, I think, I think they're very different. And I think that your question is interesting because you're asking, you know, how do you get out of that and start, you know, reapproaching life after the yeah. relationship? And I think it really depends on the context of the relationship. So mm-hmm. the, I was in one relationship, start to finish, you know, being involved, breaking up, whatever. It was three years of my life. Yeah. And honestly, when when that ended, and this is something I learned. So because that was a very like on off, yeah, on yeah. off, and it like actually became a joke mm-hmm. how on and off in it. And this is something that I learned is like 
when you are on off, it's never gonna work. Like the first time you break up, you get back together. I think you break up. It's not gonna trust. work. Yeah, no, There's you, that you trust lose. That's broken you with lose the, the sanctity. Yeah. So you, you lose the value. If you think you can just lose something and find it back, you know, it's like I don't know, losing a pair of AirPods and always just buying a new one. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Um, I don't know why I used AirPods <laughs> as an example. I'm like, I was like, like, AirPods? Like, like, look to the side. AirPods like, are low-key expensive. I was like, no. And we, like, I feel like we weren't treated like AirPods. Bad example. No, definitely not treated <laughs> guys, like, like AirPods. Guys, I'm looking to the side. I'm like, we why did treated. AirPods come up? And I'm like, sure, a pair of, like, flocking around I'm right sorry, now. I'm sorry, guys. Like, that, was, that was a really bad example. I'm sorry. I hope you understand you what I'm saying. You are not an AirPod, women. You are not an AirPod. I was definitely not treated like an AirPod. But, you know, when that ended... There was just this incredible sense of relief. Mm. Like, and this is what, this is what, like, you know, people find surprising. It's like when you come out of something like that, like going into the dating scene, for me, it was a no brainer. It was like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I am ready to put this behind me. I'm ready to, you know, but I also, because these were such formative years of anyone's life, you know, in, so in your, your 20s, exactly your are. 20s, you also yeah. want to, you know, find that balance where you're also giving yourself the time and being good to yourself. Mm. And so I focused on that, had a great summer, had a great summer with you girls. Um, Mykonos. Mykonos. <laughs> I haven't talked about Mykonos actually on the podcast at all. So guys, like, I That's haven't talked about it once. So yeah. but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. 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 So, so it was on. a great... But it has nothing to do with dating. Yeah. I just want to bring it up. I just want to bring it up. I just want to like promote the island just for my own vanity. So, um, so, you know, I was really focusing on myself, just, you know, trying to do what makes me happy, try to be good to myself. And then that's when I fell into my second long-term relationship. Mm. And this lasted just about a year. And this is where situations get very different because it was a great relationship Mm -hmm. that ended for reasons beyond our control just yeah. things that we didn't agree on mm-hmm. uh, things, like values things we yeah. didn't see eye to eye with and that when you come out of something like that it is a little different like you're not going to be like you know all gung-ho like yeah I'm ready to get back out there you really realize that well at least I realized that when I that time that I was supposed to take for myself before falling super hard it hadn't been enough I was and, just going to say that. Where it, it backlashes. I was just going to say that. It backlashes on you because at some point it's like, you know, like a, a vacuum seal. It's like, mm-hmm. where does it all go? And this was obviously a little different. But again, like I took the time and everything. And then when, when it comes to getting back into the dating scene, I don't think anybody consciously plans that. I don't think someone wakes up one day and goes, you know what? I'm, I'm ready. ready to date again. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. But like, you know, as women especially women in this city like there's always you know guys who I don't even know how to I don't even want to say like you know are interested in you because I feel like the way guys show interest in this city is very we're gonna we're gonna get into that that. of of like dating but I want to ask something because I I kind of like look back at like how you went from one relationship and then you kind of like pretty fast went to the other do you feel like in some way that getting getting back getting quite I mean I know the guy was great and you really liked him so like it's not like he was a toxic guy and like you went back into it no but but uh do you feel like allowing yourself a bit more time to heal and to kind of be independent I'm not even saying like not date and not go on dates I'm saying more of like being like alone I guess Mm -hmm. in some in some capacity would have helped 
kind of like be like, okay, like I've recovered now. Not that it, it wasn't you recovered from the last guy, but more of like just being independent. No, because I do think that it wouldn't have made a difference if I had like waited a couple of months and met this person. And a couple of months can be a lot of growth or it can be no growth. But I think what happened is because of my past relationship and I hadn't taken, you know, the right amount of time to heal, mm -hmm. like we both went into it and we went into it so fast and, did, ev and, ev yeah. and everything was like accelerated, you know, now if, you know, I ever get into another relationship, I would really, really pay attention to the pacing. Mm. Like, you know, not everything is just so like so intense, so fast, like that is not good especially when you haven't taken the time to really know yourself because then you're just you're not even going at your own pace you're, you're going you're going at this unspoken pace based on your chemistry and dynamic and yeah it's great you just you stop thinking you don't think what do i want what yeah. do i need you don't think about those things because you don't know those things well i want to ask both of you do you guys think jumping into something and going accelerating fast is a red flag yes. or you do do you i do from you do it, from experience I from do. experience what about yeah. you not yeah 100 percent. you think it's a red flag yeah it's a red flag from both ends obviously and like they all they both complement each other when someone's going fast obviously it's not because it's one-sided you know yeah it's both of them like being so into each other and i think that's a red flag because yeah. you don't want to give the person everything all at once whether it's attention feelings trust you don't want to put everything out there. So then, okay, this actually ties into Because I think guys question. take advantage of it. Yeah. Because I, I, I have a question about this. Because there's, there's, of course, like, I've always said this. And, like, a lot of people disagree with me. Because they're like, you should just be upfront. But, like, the game for me has changed. <laughs> but it's changed over the years. It used to be, like, don't text back. Wait an hour. Don't text. You know, that used to, like, my immature days, that was a game for me. But, but now, the game is more of, like, taking it slow and, like, not giving too much of myself. For example, yeah. I was dating this guy, who's actually my boyfriend now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but as I was dating him, I remember consciously making... A decision of wanting to take it slow at slow. the beginning and like like for example I know this this might sound so weird to people but for example like seeing him twice in a, in a weekend and you guys might be like uh that's so that's so weird what do you mean but no it actually sets the pace that it's like once a week I have my own life I'm independent I work out I work during the week I see my friends I have my girls night and yeah I'm dating a guy right now but I will see him once during the weekend I don't have to see him every, every single, single day, day. Yeah. or every single weekend twice uh -huh. a day three times a day yeah. like I kind of set the the precedent and I made it my own how do you feel like the game works and what's your definition and how do you think it's evolved for yourselves because come on you got to look at like 21 and how you played the game was like you know was like mind games yeah and you know what I mean I don't but like now you. 20, I like you exactly no. but now at 26 no, no. the game's yeah. changed you yeah, know you are true. it is so funny that you have me and Nat here right now because I know babe that's why I brought you bitch. something <laughs> that me something that me and Nat have always always like you know, debated is the game. So okay. Nat has always been pro the game. The game needs to be played to some extent. How the game plays, how it evolves, whatever varies, but Nat believes the game has to be played. For me, I was thinking, because also like there's a cult, I, I think there's a very important cultural thing to address. I grew up in Canada. I grew up in Toronto. Do you know what I mean? So culture actually has a culture huge has a huge aspect yeah, on the game. You so can't if, play the same game. So if I don't right, like a guys. guy or a guy doesn't like me, 
he'll just be like, you know what? I'm not feeling this, but you're a great person. Let's be friends. Or, hey, sorry to disappoint you. I'm not feeling this. And, and vice versa. I've, I've said this to people. So up but front. Up front. No games, no mind. Am I allowed to swear on you? Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Mind it's fuckery. my podcast. Whatever the hell I want. <laughs> no mind fuckery, nothing. <laughs> but I moved here. And then, obviously, getting out and whatever. Literally, now, and me and Nat were talking about this, I find myself always wondering like what would Nat do like I'm like because I understand that I'm on her side now there has to be a game so Nat what's your what's your perspective on the game and I think culture by the way I didn't think about that actually plays a a huge factor in the game yeah especially like Like for me I I hate (laughs) games yeah but I'm aware that you need to play the game even with a guy that you're not interested in why because Arab guys they just it's not even about Arab guys it's a cultural thing here they love the chase any sort of attention that you give to a guy, even if you give it to him like a month later, even mm-hmm. if it's a slight sign of attention, I don't know what flips in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just change. They're like, oh, I have like so 1% of attention. when you mean attention, do you mean like texting them first? Or like uh, yeah. initiating a date or initiating a I don't, hangout? Yeah, I don't like what do you mean? I don't believe in initiating a date. Because of guys here. Just, I, I already said at the beginning, I'm not a date person. Yeah. And I try to change that and... By now, I'm better. Like, you know, it's been yeah, two, yeah, yeah. two years. I'm not like that anymore. I've become more open. First of all, I don't believe in dates. So I don't What do you wanna, mean you don't believe in dates? I don't believe in dates. Like, if I don't know you, <laughs> she's laughing at me. What do you mean, girl? What do you, you can't just I, throw that out there listen. and be like, I don't believe in dates. <laughs> Goodbye. I <laughs> you later. I believe in dates after you, like, to a certain extent, get to know a guy. Yeah, do oh, not okay. random dates. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like okay. blind dates, Tinder dates. Okay. I don't want to sit through a dinner yeah, with you right. and be like, you know what? How's work? How old are you? Who's your grandmother? Who's your grandfather? Who's your grandfather? I don't give a shit about don't that. Don't you feel like there's a bit of, like, like, uh, the real no into, like knowing it has to be time, so you know? interesting for me to be like oh shit thank god okay i, I see what you're saying and i went out of my way to ditch my friends and sit with you through this dinner so i have a question most guys you're like they're vain so if you yeah. are in a group of people and yeah. this really cute guy comes approaches you talks to you would you be more likely to go on a date with him because he's he's he, i'm telling you he's good i just said cute guy He's okay. a cute guy. He's a cute guy. He's a cute guy. He's in your group of friends. It's yeah, like friends of friends. Yeah, yeah. He friends talks friends. to you. That makes it, that okay, makes I mean, it so much to be easier. honest, I have I always believed that you find, because I went on Bumble friends. dates. I've yeah, yeah, yeah. always said this from the get-go. It is always more likely you're going to meet someone yeah, no. through friends of friends because Bumble. you're yeah. friends with them. Because yeah. So you know what I mean? Because like, you, you can know like to a certain extent if they're weird or something. Like you can Yeah, you can find out. But this is also where the problem starts because... That narrows down the pool so much. How many people yeah. really know the people that you know? How many people do you even Wait, know? Twice time, like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm gonna I know, but, this is, time. But, ex- but this is the problem. Exactly, the pool is so narrow because I feel like you already know everyone that's out there. But see what you're saying. I, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, so that is different. But you're asking, like, literally, if a man at the bar at Zuma before COVID, BC. Came uh, everyone at Zuma's a cheater. <laughs> I have a so question, guys. Not used to guys, <laughs> no, because they all but have guys, girlfriends. But and guys, then they show up to Zuma and take your Zuma number, and like, never text somewhere. You. I don't know any any Just like guys, non-generic. Okay, I have a question. I'm sorry, Zuma. Sorry, Zuma. Sorry, it's not a sponsored Everyone ad. who goes at the bar is a cheater. I have a question though, because <laughs> why is it so so weird? It's so uncomfortable because I feel the same way when I was in DC and university yeah. and a guy at a bar came and approached me I didn't find it as creepy as it is here because why 
Because the, because tell me, tell me, culture. if we're in Mykonos and a guy comes and approaches you, you're not gonna b- completely be like, okay, bye. But you're also yeah, but that's probably because he's Italian or something or Greek. Like also you know? because <laughs> I know what you mean like and it's like you're under the sun, so it could affect your decisions. <laughs> I'm joking. No. Also because we're on vacation, it's different. Okay, but it's yours different. Like that is a culture. Why there. guys? Because if I was in when I was at well. Montreal's a bad excuse because it was tiny. We all know, yeah. know each other. But, like, you know, if I was in Toronto and I was out with a friend and, you know, someone came over, it's just it's just the way that they approach you and it's a cultural thing. Like, here, like, if a guy comes up to you at a generic no-name bar and, Zuma. you know... <laughs> sorry, Zuma. At a generic... <laughs> they're going to hate me. At a generic... At this podcast, they're going to be like, you're not allowed here. I'm going to be on, like, the red flag list. At a generic no-name bar, they come up and they don't even say... it's. Even just the way they say, like, hi, how are you? It's, it's like, creepy. why? It's why creepy, are you right? like this? But, okay, I have, I have a question. Do you think it's because they feel like they have so many options? Yes. 100%. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Listen, he's, he's, coming, he's coming up to you at a bar in Dubai. Automatically, you should know. He asked 10 girls before you for their numbers. Their options are so many that they don't care. Like, they have more options than us as girls here in Dubai. Yeah, they have kind different of, nationalities. Yeah. They have different types of girls. Like different types of girls. Is it's key. so easy for a guy to either have fun here for the rest of his life or yeah. decide in one second to settle down. A man here never has to grow up if he doesn't want to. Yeah. There is a surplus of everything. Women. Every type of girl you want is here. You know, and, yeah. I, and I'm I'm very much like women for women. But obviously, you know, sometimes if a guy wants to have you know a certain release or like have a certain type of vibe he can go there like and as girls i mean i actually wanted to google the male to female ratio here before i came on this podcast mm-hmm. but i don't i'm know. interested I, to know honestly i'm interested to know and like you know if if anyone listening can google that and i see, think there's more like, males than females. i think there's more males than but females it, it, it's like it, but it, it, it appears, appears the opposite otherwise. yes but i think there's more males than females it appears if you go otherwise. to blue marlin like that will prove it to you but guys why so do you <laughs> believe that the attitude of men when so like say we're out at a bar or yeah. wherever generic and <laughs> and a guy approaches because my thought process, when a guy approaches me at a bar or yeah. approaches us group of girls, mm-hmm. the three of us, mm-hmm. I'm automatically gonna think creep, get me away from him. Not I want to not necessarily because that's based, me based, though. Yeah, no. based on the way he approaches you. But that's not fair. But yeah, it's, it's not good. fair. Because I'm gonna tell you. I'm just telling it, you my opinion. Guy, yeah, how's how's a guy gonna get like you know yeah. ballsy enough to approach you? And yeah, because it's like Nat said, it's about how he does. So like we've been out a bunch of times, and then there will be someone who's like you know, super sweet, and he'll be like, hi, like, how are you girls? Like, do you mind if I, like, talk to you for a second? And, like, even if no one's you're interested, interested, you're, you're going to be you're like, yeah, nice. of course, yeah. you're going to be nice. Like, he's not creepy. It's not creepy to I guess it's that. the way they approach. Yeah. yeah. Because you automatically, I feel like females have a good instinct slash gut feeling about when, the guy, about the guy mm-hmm. a guy when he, a random guy that approaches you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I kind of went into, we kind of, like, went into this before, but, actually, no, we haven't even touched on this. Uh, <laughs> Okay, we're going to go into ghosting now. Oh, yeah. Okay. My favorite subject. Have you ever been ghosted? Yeah. Definitely. Give us everyone. An, give everyone me. Everyone has. I have. Everyone all of us has. have. Give us an example and why do you think it happened? And why? And what is your theory? <laughs> oh, shit. But why? What is your theory on ghosting? Why do you think men do it? Why do you think women do it? Okay, What's the theory fine. on it? So obviously, like I said, I have been ghosted. But in my case, like I'm not just saying it like this. I swear to God, I get ghosted and then they reappear because I believe they all come back somehow. They always but come like, back. But like, 
you don't know, like sometimes I feel like, oh, maybe because they're just not interested or maybe it's because they want to validate themselves through ghosting a girl. Mm. Like, okay, you've showed certain in- interest on a certain period of time and now I want you to chase me. Like after whether something physical happens, emotional, a date, anything. And then they come back when they realize, oh, like she doesn't give a shit. Do you and think like, that turns them on even more? I don't know, but like, Guys, you love to ghost. They're not upfront about it. Like, listen, I don't consider ghosting if I spoke to a guy over text from Bumble. We don't know each other. 100%. Like, he has girl. complete right to, yes. like, not speak to me anymore if he's not interested. In we don't even know each other. Yeah, yeah. But, like, same for me. I've ghosted people before. But, like, if I was consistently talking to somebody and I went out with them on a date and I was a guy, let's say, no, I owe them an explanation. Like, I've been ghosted before. Mm-hmm. And she knows about it. We've actually been ghosted <laughs> on the same day because we've been on two different things. <laughs> No, no, this is really bad. No, no. So <laughs> what happened? Okay, so there's this guy that begged me for a year and a half to like go on a date with me. Okay. So basically, like, I was like, okay, let me just not be that closed off anymore because I was trying to work on myself. Like, shit, like, whatever. He asked me too many times. I ran out of excuses. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, listen, I need to go feed this stray cat down my building. Like, this is how bad it got for with my excuses. So I'm like, Khalas. I'm just gonna go with him. What are two hours gonna do? And she went out on a date with another guy. This was in, in the same day, in the no, same, the same night, week, the same weekend. Sorry, she was on out on Thursday, and I was out on Friday. And we were not down for these guys. We were just trying to be like, you know, more open. So I went out with this guy, and I thought it went. I wouldn't say pretty well. I was just like kind of bored, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, trying to force the conversation, and I couldn't really understand him. Obviously, like, I didn't really understand certain things he said because of his accent. I was like, let me suck it up. I'm not going to send her my emergency code, like, because we have this thing. I want to discuss the emergency code because I think women all need it. I didn't didn't say anything. Like, usually I'll be on my phone be like, save me, save me. Or, like, I need to go. But, like, I stuck out. I'm like, let me just, like, be nicer, you know? So that guy knew I was going somewhere, like, right next to him and didn't offer to drop me. I was like, okay, that's... Even though he didn't have, like, he wasn't driving or anything, but still. It's like, okay, red flag number one. Red flag number one. What the fuck? So I go, I go home, and this guy never texts me again for, like, what, eight days? And honestly, it wasn't like I was interested in him, because I told you I couldn't even understand him. Like, that's, like, <laughs> what's done here. But I was like, what the hell? You begged to go out. Like, you know, it was an yeah, ego yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made out an excuse that, like, literally, like, what about if my maid has been cleaning my apartment and, like, I couldn't go out with you? And now when I finally did, like, did I do something wrong? I was like, oh, my, maybe he thinks I'm an airhead. Like, no. maybe. So you're kind of questioning yourself, Yeah, maybe though. I'm too, I like, think ghosting yeah, does that, to be I think, honest. But I think that's the, that's why they do it. Yeah, so maybe I'm too Lebanese for him, you know? Maybe something. Maybe I was, like, I don't know. Like, something went wrong. Yeah. And I told her, I'm like, listen, whatever. Fuck it, you know? So eight days later, he like slides into the DMs, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Like that's what did he say? Something. <laughs> like, did he comment on like a photo you had like or like a story? And, and, it, and it had to do with the day, and like I was like, "Oh, like I'm not even gonna respond." And then nothing, like radio silence for three months or four months even. Yeah. Four months later, he's like, "Let's go out on another date, dude." I forgot how you come look. Come on, like. come on. Like what is the like? I forgot how you look. Like I was like, nothing. So I have a question though. How did you like, whatever, I know you were into him, Aslan, but how were you able to like, be like, you know what? Screw it. If he didn't like me, oh, like, because, as, like yeah. how were you? Know what I because mean? Like you, as women, because because obviously it's as attacks, a woman, you attacks feel your self confidence. Even if you're not exactly. interested in the guy, you're exactly. like, I gave you a shot. Like how you dare go. you? But no, because after like I ended my long term on and off relationship, I trained myself to not let guys get to me or my confidence. And you have 
I have this thing where like you have to think like a dude from time to time. Yes. I always tell her this. This is interesting. I'm yes. like, whatever. You went on a date. It didn't go great. It went well, but not great. You guys aren't talking right now. You are not into him enough to let him play mind games with you. Yeah. Or fuck with your head. Go you train it, yourself. Yeah. It's done. Didn't work. Move on to the next one. As a man would. Go pretend there's a billion And this has nothing to do head. with how you were on the date, how you yeah. look like. Everything went perfect. You did your part. Khalas. <coughs> Why like are you going to let this guy get to you? Absolutely. Who is he? Guys think like that, by no, the way. No, you're right. Even though they're very insecure and they probably yeah. go cry about it when a girl ghosts yeah. them or doesn't show them enough interest and they try and prove a point by like double texting you. Whatever. You guys are worse than girls that they yeah, want to be. So right. you have to train yeah. yourself to think like a guy, act like a guy, don't show them interest. Don't ever ask for an explanation with a guy that you barely know. Mm-hmm. I would do this to my partner, but to a certain extent, because even he will take advantage of it. You're and right. I learned that. You're 100% if you right. keep asking a guy, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? Why aren't you treating me right? Blah, 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 blah. He will take advantage of it. So I would not even show them that kind of satisfaction. But I, because I believe as well as like when yeah. you get ghosted, because like, for example, there was this guy, you guys know who I'm talking about, last year, uh, we went on, we went on Which a couple dates, um. we went on a couple dates, <laughs> by the way, I, I mouthed the name to them, they're like, and that's like, oh, mm. <laughs> um, and we, and whatever, we went on four dates, I thought he was like, I thought, okay, this is going so well, Yeah. he, later that day, the big guy's amazing, later that day, he sends me a message saying, hey, this isn't going to work out. Oh, but yeah, I remember. remember but and I remember I was like so heart not heartbroken because it's, it's also your yeah my ego and my self-esteem was yeah. like that not even official and he's like you know what's yeah and he's like it's not gonna work I'm like in my head I'm like you didn't even get to know me yet like you just touched the surface like yeah so of course the ego thing I swallowed my pride though and I made sure not to say a word of like what, why did you think like, well, yeah you know just what I mean I was like okay all right you know what respect your decision bye but of course for a week after in my head I'm like you were like was it because I'm not pretty enough is it because yeah. you know what I mean like uh-huh. you have that toxic process so, 100% and what I learned from that is like how you're saying that is like you train your mind you have to, to train it. your mind to be like okay you know what screw that there's a billion other guys out there like that chapter closed move on to the next I yeah, think that's 100%. such an important lesson to learn for women yeah it no, is and I think it's important to be like that because I'm the type of person where even if I don't know you I don't care about you literally could not give less of a damn about your existence you can still get under my skin. This is how I am as a person. And I, I would honestly say it's probably one of the biggest flaws in my personality. Mm-hmm. Guy can get overworked yeah. and about anything, the most, you know, irrelevant thing human. or human will suddenly, you know, I'll be like, but why? But this, but that. And like, mm-hmm. I think, so to my story, because this whole story Nat was talking about mm-hmm. happened in the same weekend. So then let me tell you about what happened on my end, okay? <laughs> I went, so... Yeah. I met, <laughs> I met a guy through a very good friend of mine. Okay, okay. very good friend, and she is... So this was through friends? Through yeah. friends. Okay. So it was her and her husband had me over uh, to their house, mm-hmm. and her husband's friends were, you know, invited as well. Like, I think some were visiting or whatever. Yeah. And it was very organic. Like, you know, I was eating pizza, whatever. We're sitting, we're talking. We realize we have a lot of the same interests. Cool. Everything, you know, flowed, flew. Flowed, 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 very naturally, very naturally, so then, you know, 
we kind of kept in touch and you know he was like do you want to go for dinner this weekend and I was like you know what yeah sure because I genuinely got along with this person. Yeah. Also, you met him friends through friends. I met him friends so through friends. So there's already like a buffer that there you're was, like, oh, this guy has there to be was, And you know yeah, what? There, there was weird. an attraction. But yeah. I was like, you know what? Like just dipping my toe in the water. Absolutely. I'm like, all right, why yeah. not? So we go. <laughs> I I thought we had a great time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were like, oh, you were com- confident. You were confident. Girl, let me tell like you. You're like, you're confident after the date. After all of the stuff, listen, like, I always call Nat, right? Yeah, tell yeah, Nat. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, Nat, you know, how did it go? We tell each other. So uh, we sat there for, I don't know, two and a half, three hours. It's like, I mean, how much? Solid we, time. We weren't eating all that time. So obviously we were speaking Talking. to each other. It was so nice. Um, we left. He dropped me home. He's very gentlemanly. Picked me up, dropped me home. And, you know, I said, thank you so much. And then I had, you know, was like, okay, well, I'll see you. Thank you so much. Gave him a hug. Never in my life heard from him again. Come on. Lana. Never heard from him? Once, no. Not, not even time. a DM, not even a, a reply. DM, not even uh, a reply. So, ooh, I was mad. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, honestly, I'd be freaking butthurt too. Because you'd be like, I wasn't butthurt. No, 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 but like, actually, why? I wasn't like, were you hurt. faking it? I was mad. I was mad. And you know what? I feel like there's this unspoken type of code where. You know, in a normal situation yeah. with normal people where, you know, after you guys have met up, maybe like the next day, like I, I always think, hey, have a guy, great, I had a great guy, time. Hey, last I had night. a great time, blah, blah, blah. So I remember seeing like Nat at the beach the next day and I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. And I that's, was like, that's a bad sport. Oh, no, I was like, uh, I was like, babe, like, you know, I haven't heard from this person. She's like, no, no, you will. Of course, man. You said you had fun. You said it yeah, was Yeah, and great. I was and I was also like ghosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I was and like, we're no, you'll, you'll and, hear and from we're, him again. And we're we're talking about the, the two ghosters at the beach. We're like, no, no, like you'll hear from him, and she's like, you'll hear from him. Never heard from him again in my existence. Not like a DM, not anything. Did and he like, say anything to the friends that introduced you? He said it went really well. He said it went great. So, so does that person seem normal to you? He said she's really pretty. She's really nice. She's funny. We had a great time. I'm like. Okay, and like, what's the? You never, Rita. You never heard from not that. one. So word. okay, so how did you? How did you deal with that? Like aftermath, like halas, like you got ghosted. No. What the fuck? She laughed it off. She I laughed it off. I, la- I okay. laughed it off. But okay. like at the same time, I was like, well, damn, you know, like I've, I've been, I've also been ghosted like by other people. I've been ghosted by someone, but like it's all contextual. Like when you just know someone is like this and this is how they are, don't expect anything more of them. This is their pattern. This is their MO. Yeah. They are how they it's are. It's really ghosting. They are point. how they are for God knows what reason. Let the dead be. Do not resurrect the ghost, you know? Yeah. Keep, keep him yeah. away. But with someone you, like, you don't know very well and you just met because of this, you know, uh, intellectual and I guess, I don't want to say emotional connection, but you know when you kind of get someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You connect. You click. You click. You yeah. click then it's like, why? <laughs> No, I totally agree because, with you. Yeah. Why? Why? Um, okay, so let's say let's let's move on a bit from ghosting. Let's say you're on a bad date because these oh. guys said you have a code. Yes, we do. What is the code? Do you stick it out for the date? Do you like get me the hell out of this arena? I am done. Or do you stick it out? Like, what do you do? What's your what's your method? What's like for women out there who are like, I've been on a shitty date. I don't know what to do. I personally stick it out. I know people who don't. I have a friend of mine who got to a date once, like, for example, and she tells me, like, normally, I'm like, that, that is me. And, like, she saw this guy, she met this guy in person after, like, talking to him on a dating app, and she's like, Nat, I got to the date, and he was like, 
he was so short he like reached my waist and she's my height and I'm mm. pretty short I'm 158 so you can imagine how short this guy is and she looked at him and she's like oh like my tooth hurts I have to go what? my tooth yeah that's what she said <laughs> no that's me that's me that's an that's, extreme I that's feel. a lie that did not happen like obviously your tooth doesn't hurt for you to want to leave after he ordered like a bottle of wine and she's like do you do that I'm like oh Hell no, that's really mean. No, that's yeah, too yeah. much. I, I stuck much. it out. Like, I, I stick it what out. What about you, Rita? I've always stuck it out, but me and Nat do have a code that <laughs> we use on each other. So, because... If it's, like, you, catastrophe. You, yeah, yeah, you never yeah, I know. Had a like you, yeah, and I, and I, I haven't had a catastrophe. But basically, if one texts the other, and I think we're going to have to change it after this because, you know, we're on Everyone. air with it right <laughs> now. If one texts the other, meet me at the dumpster corner. <laughs> Then the one, the receiver of this text, Lana, you're laughing. <laughs> this is our code. Meet me at the dumpster corner. The receiver of this text must then call. immediately call and just be absolutely hysterical. Crying. Like, I need you. No, crying, yeah. screaming, the kind that the guy can hear through the phone across the table. Like, uh, come right now. Like, that type of thing. And it's just like, you look at him and you're like, I'm so sorry. You know, my friend needs me. Yeah. I actually, one time, you guys know who I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, one time I was at a, on a date with this guy and like honest to God guys like listen I'm all for like listeners because I'm a good listener I know I am but yeah, I'm all are. for listening but to, but a, certain to an a certain extent like man like you this is the first date like you gotta hear me speak like do you exactly. not want to get to know me I'm not your therapist yeah so talking and talking and talking an hour and a half that. babe I didn't mm. say a word yeah. I go to the bathroom I call my mom I on my remember I was like mom this is the worst day ever just tell me I need to come home <laughs> she's like come home immediately I'm like thanks mama I shut the phone I, I leave oh I'm like God, listen like so my my mom just called I have to go home he was like oh really like what's wrong I was like oh no you know family stuff and I left listen I'm not for lying about your family and stuff but in that situation guys like I had it like you I had a long to. day at work I was yeah. not about to just sit there and be this guy's therapist going into <laughs> the next question because that's a turn off for yeah. me what are because my biggest turn off my question is what is the biggest turn off you see in men because mine is when a guy speaks and looks at you as their therapist mm. and doesn't allow you to be heard is one of my biggest turnoffs. Yeah. I'm not talking physically. This is very personality wise. Yeah. What are your guys's like personality wise turnoffs? I would say a couple things. The first, something I always look at in a guy is like, if we're like out at a restaurant or even if I just see him somewhere, like the way he's like, speaking to the staff mm, like either the one. servers or the uber driver or one. something like if you are rude to that person like mm -hmm. no yeah yeah and I arrogance agree. arrogance it's like this is the number one red flag and arrogance doesn't necessarily come out in the way that you would think like someone being like oh I'm the best no it comes out in you know, being condescending, mm -mm. kind of talking down mm. at you, this kind of stuff. And like, you know, you, you would think like, oh, but that's such an obvious red flag. It's not because like I've seen that people kind of slip this type of behavior into any conversation they're having yeah. with you. And then it's like, um, I don't know, like, oh, like what? Oh, what? Like, oh, that's a cute job you have. It's like, no, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? That type of vibe. So those are definitely red flags for me. Know? I would say um, show-offs. 
mm. like someone who's really pretentious about what he does, who he knows. Like, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. What car you drive, I'm this, I'm that. My family knows this person. I go to this backstage, blah, blah, blah. Like, if I sit through a date and the guy's speaking like this, He's it's just done. showing off. Like, yeah. You're showing yeah. off constantly. It's done. You're, you're like small minded. I don't need to hear that shit. And I'm going to be very blunt. And some people might judge me, especially guys on this podcast if they hear me the guy's stingy i cannot deal with a stingy okay let's guy. talk about that though what do you what do you what is like like not paying for the first date because i find that terrible that's terrible like at least all, that's on, the biggest like, sign yeah if the guy splits the first date with me like dude you invited me you're the one who wanted to take me out like yeah. i obviously want to contribute somehow to a certain extent at some point when we're together that's a different story that's a because different story though. I believe yes. when you're when you're a couple story. and you're like one person, that's yeah. different. You should contribute from yes. time to time. Hundred percent. But stinginess is a big red flag. If you're stingy with your partner, and let's say we were to have a future at one point later, like many years from now, how are you going to be the caretaker of the house? Like yeah, how are you going to be someone's kids. husband and kids? If you're going to be like, oh, everything is going to be 50-50. everything's going to be half half, or sometimes like, you know what? You should take care of this, like. You know, to a certain extent, I would contribute, but like, no, I don't, I don't like this. This turns me off. I can't do it. I think, I think I 100% agree. It shows uh, volumes to their character and values and morals. And how they, they obviously perceive you. 100%. Because you are an independent woman. We all have jobs. Of course. And we all have parents. And like, I don't need someone to take care of me and like babysit me or whatever financially. But when we're together in this, and especially when I'm getting to know a guy at the beginning, that's the biggest turn off. I'll be like, no. Like, no, this is a no-no for me. All right, guys, this has been wonderful. Thank you. Thank it you has. both so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I think it was insightful. I hope to someone in a toxic relationship or getting out of get something. Get out of it while you can. Get out of it. Especially, especially if you're still in your mid-20s. Yes. You don't want to be 30 you don't wanna, with this. Exactly. It's not worth and it. do not be doing wifey shit for men who deserve ravioli out of a can. And we're going to end it there, guys. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Ramin, wherever you get your podcast form from. And also follow me on Instagram at tellmeeverything underscore with Lance. And at Lance, though, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. See thank you, you next week, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.